0: Welcome to the Toxic Masculinity Podcast. We discuss everything from the standpoint of a toxic male. I'm your host, Chris Thomas. Today's episode, we're going to wrap up the month of March, man. What a month it was. March Madness, Stimmies, Kurt Franklin, a lot of shit, man, to cover. So I'm going to get into all that. First off, as I always like to start it, hit me with all questions, concerns, love, mail, hate mail. Uh, show ideas, whatever ToxicKingTalk at gmail.com Appreciate the love, appreciate the emails, all that uh, We got shows coming up That's going to be tackling some of the questions Um, Actually, I'm going to be recording one right after this That's um going to be attacking the questions that y'all ask So again, I appreciate the love And keep sending those in So without further ado Let's uh start it off with the stimmy Stimmy, stimmy, stimmy Can't you see? I mean, shit, fourteen hundred for everybody for the most part. Now I think they lowered it, but people was getting like lowered the requirements. When people was getting fourteen hundred. You know, uh, people with kids getting fourteen hundred a kid plus them. So if you are a single dad or single mom with two kids, you got what's that? Whew, what's that? Twenty eight, forty two hundred. So you know, um. As usual, the Republicans ain't want to get that money away. Uncle Joe said, "I'm a, I'm a feed the streets, I'm to feed the hood, gonna stimulate this economy with some printing some paper money." So we'll see how it work out, man. Just invest your shit. Uh, if you got big purchases you want to make, go ahead and make it. Uh, save it if you want. Whatever you want to do, man. Don't don't let these people tell you what to do with your money. LLC Twitter. Shout out to the people that's about to get the stimmy and the taxes back to back. You know, that's uh, <laughs> it's a little bag. So, uh, shout out to those people, man. The stimmy. Stimmy season is here. Next up, this royal interview, man. I ain't gonna cap. I ain't even see the shit. I'm not really into the whole Prince Harry, Princess uh, Markel thing or um. Uh, Lord forgive me I don't even know her name like that But I'm not really into it But I guess you know They was just talking about Shit that Niggas already knew um, They didn't want him to marry a black girl And they don't be Treating a black baby with love And they left the Castle Or they left the Kingdom or whatever <laughs> Because um, They just didn't feel safe Or they didn't feel like They was getting the same protection as others So uh, It was a big interview a lot of views. I wasn't one of them. Uh I just felt like I should i should cover it. Just the basics on my pod. Um I really don't got no personal feelings about it. It's just what people knew. Like I said, I didn't watch it, so I can't really comment too heavy on it. But I do salute um Harry for standing by his woman and protecting a black woman because that's who he chose to be with. So I'm pretty sure when he knew like, I'm pretty sure he knew when he chose to marry a, a woman of color that it was going to be some smoke behind that. And he said, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. And it looked like he's supporting her. So, uh, you know, we cover simpage a lot on this on this pod. And uh, from what I gather, ain't no simping there. It's just straight supporting your woman and uh, holding her down, supporting your the mother of your kid, you know. So shout out to Harry. Uh, hopefully everything work out for them. I'm sure it will. They're filthy rich. So <laughs> I think they be alright. On to the next shit. Kurt Franklin, man. This could be like a whole other pod. But basically his grown ass son. When it first came out that his son recorded him. And you heard the cussing. And I fuck you up. And don't disrespect me and all that. It was just wild hearing it come from Kurt Franklin, man. He's just like, like wow <laughs> He's like stomp. Like, <laughs> Melodies from Heaven rain down on me, but ain't nobody perfect. So, uh, it was just more funny to me because the the pot the applies comparisons. So, it was just more funny to me. But when I found out his son was, like, in his 30s doing that, that don't make it better. I mean, that don't make it, like, less... It don't make what Kirk Franklin did, right? It just makes it land a lot less... Harsh. It's like just two grown men talking. That obviously they had issues. I'm sure they got shit. They got to work out and they got to continue to work out. But you know, a lot of us was raised um on tough love, whatever you want to call it. I mean, not even tough love. It's just discipline. A lot of us was raised on like great values and and great love. But when you cross that line, our parents ain't hesitate to show you who they was before he was born, so I just kind of feel like that's what that was, Uh, but it was funny seeing all the memes, the ply shit, Kurt Franklin apologized, doing damage control and all that, understandable, man, but his son really shouldn't have put that out there, I'm sure after all this, he probably regret that, because at first, he looked like a sympathetic figure, but it quickly changed to, you know... All Christians curse for the most part So, cause I don't wanna say all But a lot of Christians curse So y'all shouldn't be on Kurt Franklin And let him parent his kid And this nigga grown, he 33 Like, <laughs> so um, I'm pretty sure if he had a chance To do that again, he wouldn't have released it Because they got a history of issues And people who know, know And now that you let the whole world in You let the whole world judge And I believe that the world is pretty much on Kurt Franklin's side Um, then it just disappeared, like so many other things, because it's always a trending topic. This is my third month doing these, and this month, it was like, like normally, I got to kind of struggle. Like I got to write down shit, but this month, I feel like, damn, this shit, I'm going to leave out, because it was so much. Um, Just to quickly touch on it, because we try to touch on everything, just the, the shootings of the Asian people. I think it was in Atlanta. That's definitely just sad. As far as, um, as well as, like, the mall shootings in Colorado. I was in Vegas, uh, for the past week, so I really wasn't abreast on current events, but I did see the Nuggets, Denver Nuggets coach, talking about the shooting. So, it's just wild, man. This country is, it's like, as soon as we get, it was the Rona, and it really wasn't no mass shootings, (laughs) then as soon as they start easing the restrictions here, we go with the shit again, so, um... Shit is just crazy. It's just crazy. Next up, Quavo and Santi. Like, I don't I don't really listen to women music. I love Meg the Stallion. I like independent songs. Sometimes I hear like people put me on the songs. So I become uh kind of fans. Like I like Raspedy rap. I don't even know how to say the name, Lord forgive me. But uh <laughs> I like Shorty from North Carolina who rap. Um It's a lot of talent, but I'm not going to sit up here and say, like, I'm a fan of women rappers or, like, R&B women, because I don't really listen to the shit, like, listen to music, that type of music like that. It's not really for me. So I don't know how to pronounce shorty's name, but that was Quavo Girl. I guess they just recently broke up. I had to do a little research because, you know, I follow other content creators. You know, I love content. I'm I'm pretty good at creating it. So I like watching other people and when I miss shit like I said I've been gambling I'm pretty serious gambler on sports so when I'm in Vegas like I'm I'm studying I'm doing homework so I'm not really keeping up to date with um current events so I just went by a few content creators that popped up on my YouTube timeline just to see like what happened and then I seen the original interview and it's just a sad situation all around before I even knew of anything and I heard they broke up, I thought it was a publicity stunt. I'll be thinking all this shit is a publicity stunt. Like when you got two people in the public eye, I thought she was signed to Quavo. So I'm like, they're going to break up and try to do all this. This album sales. They're going to get back together and she going to blow. Um, but now it's looking like after watching that interview, I'm like, nah, that, that seemed a little more serious than that. The interview was just tasteless, but I guess when you have a sexy, sexual female that's like your girl in the public eye and her persona is to be a bad bitch, I guess that's just what you have to deal with, you know? Um, It seemed like a little bit of a setup, uh, just because one of the dudes that was interviewing Shorty was her ex, and then the other nigga, Justin LaBoy, I don't really know him, but um, I guess he's supposed to be like some toxic nigga. But then I seen a post on IG with the nigga talking about his girl is always right. So I'm like, nah, he's simping. But anyway, I'm not familiar with some, but, um, <laughs> it just seemed like the questions was wow. That's probably what they do on that show. And it was probably some other shit, but it seemed like the contentious point of the interview was when Santi or Swanti, whatever did what I did. Most females should do. Like, they asked her, would she give her man a threesome? And I understand that all women ain't with the shits. So she just was like, she she felt like she was going to fuck up every nigga head on set when she was like, yeah, you know, he just got to decide what nigga he going to choose. Kind of like putting the power back on herself. I didn't think it was nothing wrong with that. Dudes are spazzing out over it like she was serious, like she was disrespecting Quaid. I'm like, yo, you niggas got to chill. She was clearly just joking, I think. If they broke up, I think it was some shit that was brewing... You know... After the breakup... She tried to say... Quaver was cheating... And all this shit... And I just kind of... I don't... Only reason why I think that's Cap... Is because it's like... You would have been broke up... Nah... Like... All this happened after the interview... So after the interview... Quavo probably checked you and was like, yo, I'm not feeling that, because that's what Quavo said in, this, in his tweet, like, yo, you're not the woman I thought you was, I wish you best of luck, that's what a real how a real nigga handle that situation, that's just how it looked from the outside looking in, like, I'm not about to go back and forth with you, Quavo is a private dude, you don't really be hearing about Quavo doing this, doing that, paying bitches to fuck all this other shit that be coming out with other niggas, so, when he he just said his little piece, and he left it at that, and he's gonna go back to living a Um, Life of a man of high value That's fine She gonna go back to doing Whatever she was doing I'm sure she's a woman of high value Many niggas want her She can go move on But um, You know I'm not here to put blame On the situation It's just from the outside Looking in Because that's all I could speak to It just seemed like Quavo As most men would Just didn't feel the energy From that interview And it's almost like Yo Did you have to do that show Like you know Your ex on that show And I'm not trying to be tender But then the questions Got real reckless And then who knows, you know what I'm saying, I don't think, and I didn't watch the whole interview, I just saw probably like the first 15, 20 minutes, and I'm like, oh yeah, this shit getting crazy, and it was cringy, it just seemed mad cringe, like, I don't know, so I'm sure it was other shit that was brewing with that, but I feel like that was probably the last straw, you know, uh, they say if you can't <laughs> deal with a quote-unquote bad bitch, don't be with one, uh, maybe we'll do a pot I I know a few quote unquote bad bitches, so we'll let them discuss that. But it's the same thing with A Boogie. Like A Boogie just recently broke up with his girl, I guess, cause she was the what the way she was wearing, like the way she was dressing, and a lot of I mean, some women just lost. So, when I speak, like, this is for men. This pot is for men. Sometimes I try to speak to the ladies, but a lot of women is just lost. They're not going to find no fault in it. They're just going to easily say, well, look, if he can't take a bad bitch, too bad. But niggas hearing this know, like, yo, even if that's kind of what attracted me to you, you, now, unless you was a stripper and you was naked, but even if you dressing provocatively is what attracted me to you, you should be acting different from most men's perspective when you're a kept woman, when you're in a relationship, like, not saying that you wore that shit like that to get niggas, but I just feel like it's a different way to act, a different way to dress, a different way to present yourself when you are in a relationship as opposed to when you're not in a relationship. So when these bitches be on my timeline talking about some, oh, well, she's just a bad bitch. You can't deal with a bad bitch. Like, yo, it's not even about that niggas. It's niggas that can get plenty more bad bitches. You don't think a boogie about to get a better bitch than that? Like who probably got more money? Who's probably more known? Nobody knew who that chick was. He pulled her up. I never knew who the fuck Swante was. I'm sure people knew her in the underground. Yeah, she dated Justin Combs. Just like, yeah, Lori Harvey dated um, the other young Puffy. But nobody even knew these people. It's the men that bring, for the most part, it's the men that bring them to the celebrity. So it's like to think that men are insecure and they just can't deal with a bad bitch. No, they used to deal with bad bitches. But once feelings are involved, you don't want everybody to see what you got for most men. Some men, it's like, hey, whatever, bitch, wear what you want to wear. Hey, I love it. Mm-hmm. But I would say for most men, nah, that's mine. I just bought you a fucking Bentley for $400,000. Like, I don't want you on national TV flirting with your ex and talking about having two niggas fuck you. Like, I can understand it. Now, again, me personally, unless it was some other shit behind it, I wouldn't have it. my shorty for the interview because I would have known. And it's, I don't, I let me say what I think I would have did because I hate one thing I was taught by a very important person Was you don't never say what you would have done Until you in that position Because you don't fucking know And I've said that on this pod a lot So I'm not going to sit up here and say what I would have did What I think <laughs> I would have did Is I would have just let the shit ride Knowing that my shorty is an entertainer That's just what she does like so. And she has this babish personality And I being Quavo I have fed into that Because I do at times come off simping And it's, it's Quavo's not a simp. Some niggas call him a simp. simp. He's not a simp. He's just a a romantic. He's just a romantic nigga that loves showering gifts. That's how he he probably likes gifts, just like we talked about in the Love Language episode. Listen to that. He probably likes receiving gifts, so he likes giving gifts. But shit, if I give you a $400,000 car, like it's kind of a, you know, it's like once you give women certain shit and you put them on a pedestal in public, it's kind of like certain things that you do not want them to do or it's going to make you look completely fucked up. And that's why a lot of men don't do that. A lot of men will get their girls the, the baddest gifts, whatever. But they might not want that to just be out there like that because as soon as that girl make you look bad, you really look real bad. Like you look like you're going out sad out here. And for Quavo to be just so emotive, emotive, and showing how much he loves her and all that, and then for most people to see that interview and then the fallout from it, and then for her to be like, oh, nah, you was cheating, that's why. We don't know. But it just make him look crazy, man. It really do make him look crazy. So, you know, they're all right. They superstars. they millionaires. They'll get through it. Um, I think everybody would be okay. Shit, they might be back together. It could be what I originally said. It could just be a whole publicity stunt for record sales because, um... Like I said, from what I know, Swante for was just redoing songs. Like that's my type. Um, yeah, that was a song, but that might have been yeah, that was a redo too. That was the over the how you like it baby beat. You know, um, P D Pablo I think or Sierra I don't fucking know, but <laughs> like that's how I knew her for. Her. It's not like I knew her for like being a star before Quavo, and then when she got on, it's like I didn't know her for like being a main music girl. You know, I just know her for, like, kind of redoing songs. Okay, she got a song on the radio. She got a song that pop. up. Again, best of luck to all of them. Um, should they be alright? And last but not least. Oh, gosh. I couldn't wait for this one. King Simpage, man. Derek Jackson. Shout out to all the women listening to this that just used to feed into that nigga. Like, I love it. Cause now y'all understand, like women are saying, like oh men couldn't wait for them to fuck up. It's not that we, and that's why men and women are always gonna have this issue. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like what we, a lot of times, and it's go both ways. But from a man's perspective, a lot of times the point we trying to get across to y'all, y'all just don't fucking get it. Nobody was hating on Derek Jackson. Nobody was mad at him. Nobody was saying that women didn't don't deserve to be treated like queens. What we saying is y'all don't find this shit fucking suspect that every fucking video he blames the man for everything and never ask y'all to hold yourself accountable. He's never released a video that said, okay, no, ladies, which is ninety nine percent of my audience. Y'all need to tighten up. Y'all need to do this. Y'all need to. Y'all need to. If y'all want this from y'all man, then y'all need to do this. He never did that. So it's just so funny to me that all these women heartbroken on my timeline and they disguising it they as being funny and making jokes. But like they like damn this nigga was really like like die. what's the other Joyce Hopkins or whatever other simp ass nigga who be doing the shit the tweets that they be sharing. Like y'all be sharing these niggas words and then when it come out they not who they is like y'all be like oh no nah, no nah, nah. no what he was saying was false because he couldn't live up to that standard. All that shit that he is pushing that men 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 should do. The reason why we're happy that he fucked up because it proves our point. Even the nigga that y'all loved so much, the nigga that y'all swore was doing that, he couldn't even live that. He did it. He cheated on his wife because she wasn't doing her job. If he would have came out and held both parties accountable, he would have actually looked better in this situation. He wouldn't have got off like a like looking great. But if his message was look, men, this is what y'all need to do. Treat it like a queen, da da da, all that shit. And then he just threw in a dash of a women. Y'all better do this to make sure y'all men is this. Y'all better keep it tight. Y'all better be sexual. Y'all better have feminine energy. Y'all better, y'all. If he would have threw anything in when he cheated and niggas seen his wife, they would have been like, Oh, okay, well, she must not have been doing his job. But now outside of people having jokes nobody want to hear that shit about oh she wasn't pleasing me sexually because you never held your audience to that not one derrick jackson video did that nigga ever come out and be like oh well my 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 what up team jackson 99 percent black women that watch me y'all better please y'all man y'all gonna need to learn how to please y'all man because if y'all don't no. That scent Polly was on some shit like, and if you're not pleasing your man, it's not your fault because he's not making you feel like a queen. And if you felt like a queen, you'd be pleasing him. So, yes, toxic niggas rejoice. Toxic niggas take a shot. Toxic niggas hit that blunt a little extra harder tonight when you heard that Derrick Jackson shit because it just... And y'all already know my brand of toxicity ain't fuck nigga shit. My brand of toxicity is high value. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. And that's just what it is. You can like it, love it, take it or leave it. I don't got to lie to get no pussy. I don't got to lie to no woman. I don't have to have no game. I'm me. If you don't like me, then that's fine. If you do like me, rock with me. We're going to have a ball. It's none of your business what I do outside of you. You know what I mean? So that's my brand of toxicity. Pure honesty. Take it or leave it. I don't got to lie. I don't got to cheat you know what i'm saying so toxic niggas rejoice because it's like we told you so he's not even a real one the realest nigga the most sweetest nicest nigga that y'all all holding y'all y'all breaking up with y'all husbands y'all divorcing your husband y'all breaking up with y'all boyfriends because they're not Derek john and derrick johnny and, and next thing you know he come out he cheating just take the l man so yeah shout out to Derek jackson and he gonna get the bag you already seen him he Got a video, then he got a reaction video to the video, then he pushing a new book, and now he got his wife out there, like the niggas gonna keep getting the bag, them videos gonna keep getting shared, y'all been sharing this nigga videos for four years, you think they just gonna stop, other people gonna see them videos, I still see chicks sharing them now, because it's the message, and that's why I say men and women are always gonna have this little weird thing. Cause we just like that minutes from Mars women from Venus thing. It's always going to be that way because men, we like, yo, and I don't want to say always like this. Cause we do like fake ass rappers and snitch niggas. We do chill with them and shit like that. Not me, but niggas do. But for the most part, it's like, yo, we don't want to hear you. Like you got to prove yourself like me. I'm a sports better. So I can talk my shit on sports because I've proven that I win money betting on sports. But for the most part, nigga, if you wasn't in the NBA, bitch, we don't want to hear you talk about basketball. Like, that's how... Like, you you could talk, but nigga, at the end of the day, you just talking. Like, women be putting these crowns on, niggas, and then when it come out, they not that. It's like, oh, well, it's okay. It's just the message. He's, He's got the message right. It don't even click like, no, he's gaming you. That's not a realistic message. That's why he did what he did. It's not like... It's not ignore what he did and listen to the message. No, it's his message is invalid because of what he did. It's showing you that that message is not sustainable. Now, by all, by no means of me telling my beautiful minority black women to settle, babble it, none of that. And you, I don't even gotta get into that because you could hit listen to my pods. So I don't even gotta do all that. You know what I mean? I don't really give a fuck if somebody here just and be like, oh, that nigga's a woman, but I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm done putting disclaimers. Send that hate mail to ToxicKingTalk at gmail.com. I'm just saying like, stop holding, spoil versus high expectations. Stop holding people to unrealistic standards you can't hold to yourself. If you want that, your nigga to be like the nigga Derry Jackson portrayed himself to be, then you better be like the baddest bitch. With the great pussy, with the great career, with the great feminine energy. Don't no nigga owe you shit just because you you. Unless you are all of those things. Then in that case, he owes you all of those things in return. But you don't just wake wake up out of bed just feeling like, oh yeah, (laughs) this is how all men supposed to treat me. Like Derrick Jackson simp ass came across. So yeah, man. Shout out to King Simp. I see you though. You a hustler. You a simp. But you a hustler, so I got to respect it. I got to respect it. Got to respect it because you're going to sell them books. You're going to sell that merch. You're going to do your views, baby. You're going to do your views. And you had them. You had them eating out the palm of your hand. <laughs> so I, you can't knock a hustler, man. I, I am not knocking you, man. Do your thing. You know, you just sent. You just a sent. That's all. You just a sent. Um, so, yeah, man, with that being said, uh, Thanks for listening to the Toss Masculinity Podcast. Peace and love.